Welcome to Rhema for Today. You see, the text said here, about one of those texts there in Romans, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, or the margin says Jesus as Lord. You see, you confess him as the Lord of your life. That's the way he becomes Lord of your life, is by you confessing that he's the Lord of your life. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archive vault and shows Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Confession. This will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. In these day services, we're using four texts, four portions of Scripture. There's more than one verse, some of them. Matthew, third chapter, and uh, Romans, the tenth chapter, and Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and 1 John, chapter 1. I'll repeat them. You can find those openings, and you won't have to be turning 1 John, 1st Epistle of John, chapter 1, Hebrews, chapter 4, Romans, chapter 10, Matthew, chapter 3. All right, notice, first of all, in Matthew, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Then went out unto him Jerusalem, that's John the Baptist, unto John the Baptist, Jerusalem, and all Judea, and all the region round about Jordan. They were baptized of him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Then that familiar text, those two verses in Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then in Hebrews, the fourth chapter and the 14th verse, seeing then that we have such a great high priest that is passed into the heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. King James says profession. The Greek word here, and is written in Greek, is the same one that's translated confession in these other verses. Let us hold fast our confession. And then the first epistle of John, chapter 1, verse 9 said, if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I've said to you before that one thing all of these verses have in common is they contain the word confess or confession. And uh, so that's what we're studying about is this particular subject because there is so much confusion of thought on this particular subject. The thing that we should interest ourselves in is not what some man said about it or what he thinks about it, but what does the New Testament say on the subject? And so we found from what we just got through reading to you that there are four kinds of confession that the New Testament speaks of. Now, first of all was the teaching God through John the Baptist confessing teaching of sins to the Jews. You see, they were God's covenant people. And he demands through John the Baptist that they uh, uh, confess and make restitution. And then secondly, we have the confession of the sinner today. And we brought out the fact that John the 16th chapter, the 7th through the 11th verse, 
shows us that the sinner will be convicted by the Holy Spirit of but one sin. Notice it said that is of sin because they believe not on me. And uh, the main confession that the sinner makes is the confession of the Lordship of Jesus. You'll notice what it said, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. You see, uh, John the Baptist baptizing those Jews, that's not Christian baptism. Are you following me? And uh, the third kind of confession then is found there in 1 John 1, 9. That is the believer's confession of his sin when he's out of fellowship. When we need to recognize and realize that sometimes that broken fellowship may cause sickness. Because we read there in James the fifth chapter to confess your sins one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. Then the fourth kind of confession, the one that we're discussing right now, is the confession of our faith as believers, as children of God. That's the confession that we're to hold fast to. The confession of our faith in the Word. The confession of our faith in Christ. The confession of our faith in our Father God. Praise God. Now, let us, Hebrews 4.14, let us hold fast our confession. That's the confession that we're to hold fast to. Praise God. It's our confession of our faith in the Word of God. And actually, let us hold fast. Holding fast to your confession is one of the most important and one of the most significant and one of the most valuable teachings of the New Testament. And yet we have such little teaching on the subject. You see, uh, hold, hold fast to your confession that he is your redemption. Praise God. Hold fast to your confession that you are redeemed. The Bible says you are, doesn't it? In whom? More than once in the New Testament. It says in whom we have our redemption. Hallelujah. Hold fast to your confession that Satan has no more dominion over you. And yet, you know, if you listen to most Christians, what they say, you see, what you say is your confession. You know, it's one thing to get up in church and say something, another thing to say something, you know, just at home or in everyday life. But, but be sure that you maintain your confession. Hold fast to it. Amen. It's amazing how that Christian people really testify more for the devil than they do for God. Remember one time years ago, what? In the church I was pastoring, uh, you know, I was having a testimony meeting. A lady got up, you know, and testified. She said, the devil's been after me all the week. Bless his holy name. <laughs> I know she got her praise misplaced. But she went on to tell, you know, what all problems and trouble that she was having. I finally just got up and stopped her. Just stopped her. Because she's just charging the atmosphere with unbelief. Now, see, she's not testifying for the Lord and what he's done. She's testifying about what the devil's done. Amen. You see, the text said here, about one of those texts there in Romans, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, or the margin says Jesus as Lord. You see, you confess him as the Lord of your life. That's the way he becomes Lord of your life is by you confessing that he's the Lord of your life. Well, if you're going to talk about 
testify to. You see, testimony is a part of confession about what the devils are doing. Then you're giving him dominion over you. Can, can you understand that? Can you see that? And, and many Christians have never learned that valuable lesson yet. And they, they'll, they'll talk about, you know, what the devil's doing. Oh, what an awful time I'm having. Well, I wouldn't talk about it if I was. I learned right in the midst of trouble to talk about victory. Praise God. <laughs> that Jesus is victorious. And, and the victory comes. The victory comes. Now, you see, in the face of circumstances. See, so many times we're governed by circumstances. But in the face of circumstances, even a failure, you maintain your confession. See, the text said, hold fast. Well, that means maintain it, doesn't it? Maintain your confession. I believe this, that we can confess, make our confession based on God's word on anything that God's word says. Now again, here's more confusion of thought. Uh, you know, and, and I'm not, uh, you know, just singling out someone and don't mean it to be destructive criticism, but I, I know minister friends, they're, they're friends of mine. I, I'm their friend. They know I am. They don't agree with me. I don't agree with them. You know, we need to learn that you can, be, you can disagree without being disagreeable. Some folks, it don't seem like they can. They just, they just disagree and disagreeable at the same time. But uh, they say that you can't act on God's word unless God quickens it to you. I say the word of God is already quickened. Amen. See, quicken means alive. You know, alive. You know, sometimes you ever stick a pen or something under your fingernail and say, boy, that hit the quick. You know, it hurts is, is, is because it's alive, you see. Well, the word quick, that's what it means. You know, the Bible said God is the judge, you know, of the quick and the dead. That means alive and the dead. And, and so I say, they say that you can't act on the scriptures. You see, or confess it unless God quickens it to you. Well, now the Spirit of God does bring scripture to you, remember, sometimes and sort of quicken it to you, all right? But right on the other hand, I say the Word of God's already alive. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth W. Hagan's two-CD set entitled Winning the War of Words. Next is Kenneth E. Hagan's four-CD set, Knowing God as Your Father. The last item is Lynette Hagan's slimline book, God's Peace, all for the price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. 
Guess what is happening in July? Camp meeting, 50 it's, years. We're celebrating 50 years of having camp meeting, July 24th through the 20, 29th, right here on the Rama USA campus. The yes. registration is free. Go to rama.org yes. and you can find out how to register right there, you know. In fact, you know, you can go to rama.org and find out everything about yes. us. Now, yes. we can go to the, at the camp meeting, we're going to have the children's ministry. Yes. And we're going to have... Youth ministry. Youth ministry. Yes. The summer blitz, they call it, mm -hmm. from the 6th through the 12th grade. Yes. And uh, so, hey, it's a time for the whole family because that's what camp meeting was all about. Yes. I... I grew up going to camp meetings with my dad. As a kid, we would go to the camp meetings. And back then, they were under a tent with sawdust. That's and it right. was hot as everything. Yes. Because there was no air conditioning. And yes. under that tent, it was it was pretty warm down in Texas, I can tell you that. That's because, telling our age, honey. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Actually, 50 years ago, when dad started camp meeting, he said, we're going to have a indoor camp meeting with air conditioning. with air conditioning <laughs> i remember him saying that yes and so we're still there it is going to be a great time you're gonna want to be here yes. uh, i mean we're planning so many extra things that uh in fact uh, we're working we we're, we believe that we're uh, we're going to be able to have enough of the arama singers and band to come back and yes. do some singing yes uh David Ingalls that used to, that sang at camp meeting, travel with dad is gonna be there. It is just going to be fantastic. So you need to come and be at the camp meeting. Uh, our guest speakers, of course. We're gonna have a lot of them. We are yes. gonna have a lot of them, yes. <laughs> yes. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Confession. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.